Our sermon for Christmas Eve 2023 is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And the theme of our sermon is, What's in the News? From Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of, governing Syria, and everyone went to register, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the town of Nazareth, into Judea, to the town of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was from the house and family line of David. He went to be registered with Mary, his wife, who was pledged to him in marriage and was expecting a child. And so it was that while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. There were in the same country, shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. Today in the town of David a Savior was born to you. He is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude from the heavenly army, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward mankind. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Now let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who were lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they told others the message they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed by what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as had been told. The word of the Lord. Have you been watching the news lately? Have you seen the stories of wars, the lawsuits, the crimes? And do you, like me, get overwhelmed by all of it sometimes? Why do we put ourselves through it? We know keeping up with current events is only going to frustrate us. It's only going to push us into despair. In fact, we know that even the good news is going to be followed up with more bad news. But tonight is a little different. We gather here to shut out the outside world for a few minutes. To hear some news that isn't a constant alarm bell of fear and anger. And so tonight, let's hear the headlines of the most important news story ever told. Tonight, let's dig deeper into the first Christmas and why we celebrate it every year for the last 2,000 years. Our first headline for tonight, census to be taken. Expect busy travel this season. Caesar Augustus was the head of the Roman Empire, and the empire needed to know what kind of tax revenue they could expect. So they made all their citizens travel back to their homeland in order to register to pay these taxes. And this meant Mary and Joseph would have had to travel some 80 miles back to Bethlehem 
the town of Joseph's ancestor, King David. But while they were in town, Mary went into labor. All the inns in town were filled, so they took refuge in a stable. It's there that Mary gave birth to a baby boy. They wrapped him in swaddling cloths and made his first bed a food trough. All this, it came from a census. After thousands of years waiting for the promised Messiah from God, the Father, in his infinite wisdom, chooses this unmarried woman as the mother. In his perfect plan, he uses a government edict to go pay taxes in order to move that pregnant woman away from her home to a place without even a bed for her to give birth on. Does this not sound like poor timing? Does this whole scene just feel too chaotic to you, too? But this haphazard sight assures us that this is no ordinary baby born that night. Every birth story is beautiful and emotional, but this one's different. Hundreds of years before this, the prophets foretold how this Savior would come into the world. Isaiah said, Therefore the Lord himself will give a sign for all of you. Look, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and name him Emmanuel. How many virgins give birth? This was no ordinary baby boy. The prophet Micah says, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, from you will go out the one who will be the ruler for me in Israel. His goings forth are from the beginning, from the days of eternity. Outside of David, what good thing had ever come out of Bethlehem? This child checks another box. The Savior was born into the world. The one who would be called Emmanuel, God with us. But nobody outside the stable knew anything about it. On to our second headline. Group of local shepherds report unbelievable sights in the skies. In the same region, there were shepherds out in their fields. And they were doing what they did every night, watching over the flocks and keeping the predators at bay. Shepherding was not a very lucrative career. It didn't require much education, and there wasn't much skill involved. Suffice to say, it was a low-paying job. These guys were some of the lowliest in society at that time. But an angel from God appears, radiating the glory of the Lord. And how do people react when they come across angels in the Bible? Well, they're terrified, they're scared, and it's no different here. The shepherds are terrified at the, at the sight. This was the last thing they were expecting to see during their shift that night. But the angels don't come to induce fear. They say, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior was born for you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. These men, they might not have been the greatest scholars, but they no doubt knew the promised Messiah of God, of the second and greater David. This was huge news, and they were the recipients of this news. 
And just in case, all this news wasn't amazing enough on its own. The heavenly army appeared, lifting their voices of praise. This group of angels shouted glory to God in the highest, and on earth, goodwill toward mankind. Our third headline reads, Rumors of a king born in Bethlehem. When the angels were gone, the shepherds decided, Now let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. They left their sheep behind to go see this wonderful promise that they had just heard about. What would they find when they got there, though? It certainly sounded too good to be true. When they arrived at the stable, they saw exactly what the angels had described to them. The Christ had been born. What was the response of the shepherds? When they had seen him, they told others the message they had been told about this child. They spread the news. But why would God choose shepherds as the first messengers of good news? Why not someone who was more successful or who had more of a voice in society? God chooses lowly shepherds because good news doesn't need a hype man. Good news doesn't need to be presented in the right way for people to appreciate it. It's not focus group tested or discussed in a boardroom. It's news. It stands on its own. And God shows us something important with these shepherds. Next time, you think you should keep quiet and leave it up to the experts when it comes to God's word. Think about these first evangelists of the newborn Savior. Good news is all about seeing or hearing and then taking that information and telling it. We've got one more headline. Mother speechless after incredible birth. Mary had watched it all happen. She had received the promise from the angel roughly nine months earlier that she was going to have a child. But now she had seen it all take place. And Luke records, But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. She had given birth to the world's Savior. What good news to know that the child she held in her arms would deliver her from her sin. We turn on the news. We often see it as a random series of events, and it feels like chaos rules our lives with things constantly changing, sometimes for good, but oftentimes for the bad. Our human story is fraught with sin and sadness. We know we break things with our selfish living. We should not be surprised that a world of sinful people would be a world of bad news. But God's news carries out his plan of salvation. God's news works through the brokenness of our world to accomplish what will really change our lives for the better. What is that peace that the angel army announced? It wasn't a promise that everything was always going to go the way you want it. In fact, God's word promises that our lives will be hard. And it wasn't a promise that over time, if we all work together, we'll have peace. Every treaty that has ever been made between two or more people has been interrupted by sin. You see it in your friendships. You see it in your marriages. You see that fracturing because of sin in everything. 
No, this promised peace comes from the Christ child and what he would do. He would continue moving toward his final goal, even with the weight of all sin on his back. He would endure punishment and death to set the world free from sin. That good news of great joy that we celebrate tonight is that our Savior came into the world to vanquish sin, death, and hell and win for us a perfect relationship with God, life without fear, and eternal glory in heaven. We gather together to celebrate Christmas once a year. But we need good news more than once a year. The peace that this good news of great joy brings us gets forgotten pretty quickly. And if you say to yourself, there, I did my time at church this year, I'll come back next Christmas, the truth is you're robbing yourself of the comfort that God offers you week after week in church and day after day in his word. This news is more than just a nicety we need to hear sometimes. It is truth that we need to be soaked in to protect us from the dreadful fires of our lives. Know how important you are to God. All of this was done for you. And don't take it for granted. Continue to be fed with this good news of great joy. Because to you, a Savior has been born. Amen.